everyone, Dave and Jeff. It is April 27th, 2020. Pretty wild, right? Pretty yeah. wild that we're closing in on May, and we still haven't seen a ball game. No. Nothing's going on. Uh, man, Does it feel like time's going faster or slower? Uh, well, now all of a sudden it feels like it goes faster. Because you're getting used to the every day? Yeah, which is kind of a drag. Yeah. Um, my kids and I have gotten in the road, in the habit of staying in North County over the weekend just to get out. Yeah. and not You spend, do it this past weekend too? Uh-huh. Oh, We've cool. done it three weeks in a row nice. because you can get a room up there really cheap and they'll let you check in at like noon. Yeah. And so you just go and grab a bite to eat, uh, check in and watch movies. By the way, dude, my kids are fucking 12. They're not 19. Thanks for recommending Semi-Pro. It was great. <laughs> Fucking idiot. I'm watching that movie. I'm like, this fucking guy. <laughs> How far did he go? Dude, they watched the whole thing. Good. I'm like, you might as well watch it. But I'm like, But God. it's like when you were 12, you didn't get all the jokes. Just later they on, get you're going to get them. <laughs> See, they're, they're fine. Em. If they got them, they're yeah. fine. Do you like it? Oh, yeah. But <laughs> I knew it would be right up your alley. But stepbrothers of the three. So we've gone three straight weeks of Will Ferrell movies. Stepbrothers, Talladega Nights, and uh, Semi-Pro. And... Uh, it's still stepbrothers, man. Yeah. That's the that's the that's the gold standard right there. Yeah, it is. It, it, I love the fact that you hammer me and then you know, oh, they got every joke. That's even of the better part. They do. By the way, that arena in Flint, Michigan, where they play. Yeah, that's the pyramid, right? That's the no, that's the fire department in Los Angeles. No, but what's the actual arena that they, where they're playing the games? Isn't that the pyramid in Long Beach? No, it's not. It's uh, it's an old fire station, I guess, and then they sit there and transformed it. I went and looked really? it up because I was like, we're in Flint, Michigan, and they played this thing. Oh yeah, no. And it's uh, it's kind of crazy how they, everything's done in L.A., you know. But it was it was kind of cool. The movie makes me laugh. I just yeah. figured when I'm watching it the last time, I go, man, if there's one guy I think of the whole time, I'm thinking of you, Dick Pepper. This is your sense of humor. Yeah, Dick Pepper. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> But then the other thing that we did that is the most brilliant thing I've ever done. Okay. Is they, uh, I bring the PS4 up. Yeah. And we plug it in so you can watch movies and they play games. And they had been playing MLB The Show. Yeah. As the Padres. And, uh, you know, I put them in the game and we made a bunch of trades. Like, I think the only guy left on the team is Tatis. <laughs> Are you serious? Oh, yeah, we one. moved everybody out. Fucking team's outstanding. And then, uh, like, I'm looking at the rotation, right? We traded for a bunch of guys. And I'm like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put Dave and Steve Woods in this game. Cool. So I went down. I, I said to my sons, check this out. So we go down. We find a couple of minor league pitchers. And you can change everything on yeah. these dudes. So you change the name. You change the height, and then it you change the attributes. So you and Woods both are like twenty two. You're making like eighty grand, and uh, but dude, you have like the ninety eight mile an hour fastball. You have the twelve to six curveball. You're throwing knuckleballs. It was so goddamn fun because both of you guys are back to back in the rotation awesome. pitching at Wrigley Field. And a couple of years back, Vascursion was on the show. Yep. And I said to him, I wasn't doing what you love to do, which is fishing for free things. <laughs> I said, right? to, What's the last yeah, thing I've Oh, for? don't fucking worry about it. Probably <laughs> a pair of game worn shoes from Tony. Ah, uh, hey, Tony. Yeah, I'm here on 
my birthday. I didn't get any gifts. Oh, <laughs> I, hey, could you sign those? But don't I sign did, them to Dave so I can sell them. That's, I did get a 96 Tony Gwynn bat. Yeah, there you go, you fucker. <laughs> we had Vascursion on, and I said to him, I go, dude, just jokingly, I go, my son Jack is fine because his middle name is Chase, so you could put him in the game as Jackson Chase, but I go, yeah, my son Cade's ready to kill me. Yeah. Because there's apparently nobody in all of baseball also named Cade. And he goes, dude, send me an email. He goes, I do 400 names. What's 402? Yeah. And so he put in <clears throat> Cade and Dodseth and Palais. Well, Woods was already in there. Of course. So it's so goddamn funny because he goes... Well, here's Dave Palais pitching for the Padres. Here's Stephen Woods. Dan, what do you got on this guy? Well, he's a big flamethrower, and we're just dying. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you guys were – and I knew all the Padre fans would freak out. You got a complete game because we beat the shit out of the Cubs. We beat them, like, 15 to nothing. There you go. You're welcome, San Diego. Yeah, you had, like, 13 strikeouts. Woods had a ton of fucking strikeouts. You each had a couple of hits. And, uh, dude, I'm just telling you, like, I, I've never been a video game guy, yeah. but when you're playing with your kids and they're in the game and then you put Dave and Woods and me and my sons and you make a bunch of trades, God, it's funny as shit. It kills 45 minutes and we laughed our ass off you know, the whole time. Jake used to play all the time. Once you put his name in the game, yeah, Jake was addicted to it. He played it all the time. We never, I really never really got the war games for my kids when they were right. younger, just all the sports games. And he would play, and then even up until a few years ago, all of a sudden he's on whatever the Yankees playing shortstop. He's enormous, right. and he is by far the best player, of course. And then I'll walk you have in to be, and yeah, walk in his room, and all of a sudden he's on the Diamondbacks. I go, "What happened? They fucking traded me. <laughs> they fined me twice, and then traded me." <laughs> he gets all pissed. Can we yeah. these assholes? I was carrying the whole team, and they fucking traded me. Right, you're out. <laughs> well, I don't like. Uh, I got him a couple of games. So they put this game on my phone called Sniper 3D. Okay. We have mentioned this a couple of weeks ago. And it's this game where, uh, you know, you're just a fucking, I don't know, I guess you're like a police sniper. And you're in all these different scenarios, right? These three guys are robbing the bank and you got to take them out. Well, it's just a fucking cash grab for the game because... You have this little shitty gun, and then to upgrade it, it's four bucks, and the next thing you know, you're out yeah. nine grand, right, to get some fucking high-end rifle scope. <laughs> and uh, they're just, they're killing me because yeah. I can't see anything. So my kids are like, God, Dad, you're blind. Shoot! Which is, for any parent, especially a dad, yeah, when you just are getting heckled by your kids, it's the funniest shit in the world. So I go... Uh, well, I want to try to get one of these games for PS4, but I know I'm not going to get, um, you know, Grand Theft Auto. My kids are 12, so I look around. I go, well, I'm going to get this uh, Hardline Battlefield because it takes place in the city and you're breaking up crime. And oh, that looks pretty good. And you put the game in, takes a while to load, and then first 10 seconds, what's up with you, motherfucker? I'm like, oh <laughs> god, dang it. <laughs> Hey, look at the tits on her. You're yeah. like, shit, and my kids are rolling. Yeah. This is great. 
Like, God damn it, the CPS is going to call, but... Uh... <laughs> they are going to call. Yeah. It's like, I remember I got Jake Grand Theft Auto, which my yeah. wife fought. Oh, you don't get him Grand Theft Auto. She just heard. She didn't know. How old was he? Knowing you, probably like seven. No, I, honestly, I didn't get it till I think he was in ninth grade. Okay. okay. And so he gets Grand right, Theft yeah. Auto. And I said, you ever play this? Never played. Bullshit. Bullshit. So, dude, as soon as he gets that fucking game, dude, left, right, fucking past Dodger Stadium, into a strip club. And I'm like, really? How did you know where the strip club was? <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. Just lucked out. Bullshit. You Bullshit. Knew, you knew yeah. where you were. He knew L.A. better than where I knew L.A. Right. And it became one of those deals where, of course, I start playing. Yeah. And then every time I got in my car after I played Grand Theft Auto, like I wanted to run over everybody on the sidewalk. Always. Yeah. Like Remember he, the original, though, how how great that yeah, game was yeah. where you would just jump out of the car? Yeah. And you'd go over and punch some guy. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> like the, the voiceover was so bad. Hey, Fuck you. He just hit the guy at the bat. We're all laughing. Just committing homicide. Did you see me hit grandma? Right in the tick? That's fantastic. Yeah. But the problem is, Dave, like I have no, like I can throw a football. I can still hit when we go to the cages. The kids kill you in the video games. I can't fucking drive that. I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) Left stick, right stick. Dude, I'm on the sidewalk whether I want to be or not. They're like, yeah, dad, that's great. I'm like, fuck, I don't know how to drive. It's like that game when you were uh, when you were younger and games were shit. Like, remember Night Driver? It wasn't even yes. like you didn't even see the car. Right. You just saw the lights or whatever. Grand Prix or what was that? The Grand Prix was fun. You saw the cars. Night Night Driver was just like the cones. Like you never saw a car. Oh, you had a steering wheel and they had cones. I'll just swerve back and forth. But they had that game. It was like Fire Engine. And you had yeah. you had the guy in the front, you had your buddy in the back, right. and you both of you had string wheels. Oh and, God, forget and, it. And one of you sucked and Me. ruined the game forever. <laughs> the guy in the back always sucked. Me. That hook and ladder was going yeah. all over the fucking street. Yeah. And you're like, Jesus, what are you doing back there? Yeah, get it together. Because remember, if you did well enough, you got a free game. Yes. Remember? And then it was the guy in the back always fucking things up. Um, what was the game, the driving game at uh, at Seven Eleven? They had track and field. Yes. You could always play that. But then the driving game was like where you were on the racetrack, and you pole were, position was it pole, pole position? Yeah, that yeah was you would know game. that one. That was the best game. What is uh, that supposed to mean? You know exactly what it means. <laughs> Don't act surprised. Woods knows what it means too. <laughs> um, yes, but that game, Dave. If you got to a certain level on that, yeah, you would go to night vision. Yep, and you'd have to try to figure it out. That was a great game. That track and field uh, punch out. Yeah. Glass Joe. Yeah, my favorite. I told you though was of all time was the the big football game. We had the ball. It was like yes. a, it was heavy as fuck. It was like a bowling ball, and you, yeah. had, to, you had to roll it. Dude, that thing and pinch your hand. Yeah, you're you, fucked. You push bomb, and you're like, dude, I fucking yeah. need this, and you're rolling that ball, and then boom, pinch your hand, and you're like, fuck, now I need stitches. That yeah, that <laughs> game. I was never a pinball. Can't play foosball yeah. for shit. Um, I suck at foosball too. But. Pretty good at bubble hockey, said nobody. Uh, you got your ass kicked by a girl last Dude, I was supposed to be on a plane in 48 hours getting a rematch. Uh, I'm fucking not pissed. Uh, but, but yeah, man, they don't... See, I think you have... Well, I mean, you have Dave and Busters, yeah. right? But all those games, they're like $9 each. But you could take 10 bucks and go... Shit, we had a great one in Encinitas. A couple of them. Go to the arcade, dude. You yeah. can fuck around all day. That's funny as hell. Yeah. But anyways, uh, if you get a chance, put your uh, put your kids in the game. And like I said to them, I go, hey, look, man, 
I probably cuss too much, <laughs> but nobody else from your, I go, tell me your fucking buddies. Yeah. Reel off some last names. Uh, you know, Jaworski. Fuck no. He's not in the game. <laughs> right? They all had like six of them. So I go, you can say whatever the fuck you want. I got you in MLB the show. That's so, awesome. Yeah. Good times. That's cool, man. You're doing good, man. Through, yeah, this, whole, through this whole process, you're making the best of a bad Negative situation. Negative into a positive. Speaking of which, Dave, I've got another one, and I'm going to announce it tonight. Okay. So a lot of us are going through right now. I know you're fighting it. I'm fighting it. My kids, Jesus. All of us are sitting here bitching and moaning because we need a haircut, right? Yeah, I've not cut my hair since, God, dude, it seemed like forever. But I wasn't cutting my hair, I think, since February 1st. And now it's just ridiculous. Yeah, so yeah. it's we're all getting there. So I was thinking the other day, I go, you know what? I bet we can do something cool. And I reached out to our friend Mindy at the Ronald McDonald house. And I sent her an email and I said, hey, um... I have kind of an idea. What do you think about it? And she goes, we absolutely love it, and we'd love to be a part of it. So I don't know that it will be the initial Jake's Project, but it will fall under the umbrella of Jake's Project. If you can ride this out for a while until all of us can <clears throat> get together in one room, in conjunction with the Ronald McDonald House uh, and Jake's Projects, we're going to put together a cutathon. And what the cutathon is going to do is old school, where the hair will be collected and it will be donated to a charity. And I'll know more on Wednesday of a conference. You've done this scope. before, right? I did. I did it with the Ducks, and it was absolutely great. But uh, with the Ronald McDonald House, we're putting this together. We'd love you all to to ride it out. I know it makes you crazy, but um, but the hair is going to be donated and we're going to do it with a local charity that will use that hair to make wigs for little guys. Yeah. Uh, but anybody, man, I don't care if you're I mean, I say little kids, but you know what? If you're 30 to 18 to seven and you need a wig because you're going through chemo, we're going to put it together. And like I said, we love the Ronald McDonald House. They were one of our benefactors at the August 1st event. Mindy's an absolute just champion over there and we love her team and they couldn't be more excited and they absolutely love it so uh i have a conference call with the ronald mcdonald house on wednesday and uh, i should have more details for you wednesday night that's awesome i tell you what i two things one is i plan on not cutting my hair all the way through december like it no matter what happens that'd I just, be great i always said one year i'm gonna go a whole year without cutting my hair just, just to want see, to see what, what the goes. fuck happens yeah and uh, and I was like, well, it probably happened until I'm like 70. But I'm like, fuck it. This is the year. Yeah. I'm doing it. So, and it's a train wreck right now. I'm more in a baseball gap as I'm talking to you. But I, I do have a family friend who I know listens to the to this show as a Patreon subscriber. And they had a daughter who was seven years old a couple ah. of years ago who got extremely sick. Went from playing softball, healthy little girl. I'd see her all the time. All of a sudden sick. Family didn't know what was going on. She's been at Children's Hospital nonstop. And when they got her that wig, mm -hmm. all of a sudden you could see the changes everything, right? change everything. The pictures changed the yeah. girl's face, the demeanor in her eyes. Everything just changed. Yeah. It's a great cause. And so, again, this is a great opportunity to do it. If you're interested, please either email Jeff or myself. But we'd love to have you along. Yeah, we'll get you. Uh, we'll uh, what we'll do is we'll work with Kyle and we'll get a sign up sheet. Give me a couple of days. 
But we'll get a sign-up sheet at jakesprojects.org. We'd love you all to go to the website and check it out. But yes, Dave, I did it in, I think, around 2009. George Peros of the Ducks did it. And we, man, I let it grow and grow. And we went to Anaheim. It's, without a doubt, one of the greatest days ever because the kids cut our hair. Yeah. And so they put your hair in about 90 different knots. Knots. Yeah. They're all laughing. They're all, look at your hair. Dave, I laughed. It was great because, like you said, to see these little kids who are so much tougher than any of us smiling and laughing and having a great time and just absolutely hacking your hair. And then there's trained professionals that are there uh, that that clean clean it it up. up. Yeah. Yeah. But it's unbelievable. It's great. And it's just one of those things right now where there's so much negative energy going on right now. I said, fuck it. We got to find a way to turn this negative into a positive. So your kids will be welcome. Moms, dads, brothers, sisters. Like I said, um, the Ronald McDonald House is something really close to this uh, show and to Jake's projects. And I reached out. Mindy said, hell yeah, we're all in. So I'm super excited. Just as everybody knows, we don't know when we can get together at this point. So just ride it out. Keep growing it. And uh, we'll give you all the details when we have them. Awesome. One reason we're doing our first show of the week on Monday is so we could watch Last Dance yesterday with uh, the Chicago Bulls. What did you think? Well, it still hasn't been anything about that final season. Like, well, they kind of go in. Uh, what I like about it is they're giving the backstory of how they got to that season. Yeah. Which, which, because I'll be honest with you, I don't want to see nothing. About, and, and basically, ten episodes in the '98 season. I wanted to see the backstory. I didn't think they were going to do the backstory. It it didn't matter to me because I wasn't that invested in the '98 season. So the stories and watching everything. Um, I'm definitely, definitely enjoying it, but there, I, I was really into one and two, three and four were okay. Oh, that's funny. I loved them all. I loved yeah. all four. I no, loved the, the Rodman. I loved the Carmen Electra. I well, wish that they was unbelievable. I right? wish they would have spent a little bit more time on why was it Jordan that went after him? You know, I wanted to yeah. know all that shit. Why, what, why did he have to be the one that tracked him down? I just, uh, I don't know, man. Like the, the whole way. Uh, don't get me wrong. I'm not against it. I watched them, and I'm fascinated by the access that they have and the people that are talking and the whole deal. Look, I, I don't know that I, from an athlete standpoint, that a guy bugs me as much as Isaiah Thomas bugs yeah. me. I just, I've never liked that guy. So maybe the fact that he was such a part of episode three. He got killed today, man. Good. On Twitter. He said Good. everyone just killed him. He was going on every TV show he could go on this morning trying to clear his name. Well, I thought, I thought that clip of Jordan watching that screen when he's saying what he's saying. Yeah. Dude, that, I mean, that right there, when you look at that, you go, here's a guy who doesn't talk a lot. Yeah. But you're watching the facial expressions. I mean, I thought I thought Pippen was really good. Um, but I'm like, okay, let's go. Like, Pippen's holding out. I got it. Let's keep moving. But it's been really, really good. Really good. But I would say right now, uh, my overall score from 1 to 10, last week to me was a solid 9. 
if not a little higher. Yesterday, I probably would have put at about an eight. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, but yeah. but I'm still, dude. You go see a yeah. movie, you get an eight. You get an eight out of yeah. ten. You're digging it. I'm not. Uh, well, let me ask this question because as I said I'm I'm a huge fan of what I'm watching. Like it seems like a really fast two hours for me. Sure. And I love the 30 for 30s. I mean, I think they've done oh, such yeah. a good job. I think this is as good as anything they've ever done. Well, I would agree, Dave, except for, to me, man, I'm so fascinated by Jordan. Yeah. That Jordan, to me, is almost a minor player. Pippen's all over this thing, right? And and so many Isaiah's and Rodman's all over it and all these guys, right? I love Steve Kerr. Yeah. I could listen to Steve Kerr all day. But I'm like, dude, I, I want to hear from Jordan. I want to hear it. I thought this was going to be that. And so, yeah, no, I'm still, I'm still, don't get me wrong. I'm not spitting on it. Yeah. I'm just saying I probably would have given, like, th- I'm like, all right, let's get going a little bit. Like, let's, let's keep it rolling, man. You got a really, you have a captivated audience that is counting down to Sunday night. Give them that. So right now, when you look at how the success of this thing, how it's going, it yeah. has already gotten higher ratings than any NBA game right? this year. <laughs> oh, wow. I mean, it is blowing away everything. When you look at Twitter last night when it's over and you see yeah. what's trending and you're seeing Jordan, Rodman, Pippen, right. Horace Grant. I mean, they are running everything right now on social media. And it, obviously, we don't have games, but it, it's fascinating because Michael yeah. Jordan is overall one of the most popular athletes in the history of the world. It's unbelievable. How about, it's it's how really about crazy. shit, though, like when they take you on the plane? Yeah. Like, I love all that, right? Well, you know what's interesting? They said today, which I wasn't aware of, that Kobe Bryant had the same access his last I year. I saw that. Now, one of the things to me that makes the show great is Jordan sitting in that chair talking. Mm-hmm. As you said, when he dies, there's nothing you can show me about Isaiah. Right. <laughs> you aren't going to get that with Kobe. Right. Unfortunately, you will not get that but when they, they run the Kobe But they said they did. One. They did. They have oh, some. Oh, yeah. And to me, if they can do that, that is that's incredible. Woods brought this up last week, and and because I'll give him credit, I don't want to say it on our show and have him go, "Hey, thanks, fuckers." Is he said, "Who else would you like to see? Like, what other? If they had this kind of series with another athlete, who would you like to see? Is there anyone that stands out in history that you go, man, I really would like to watch ten episodes of this guy's life?" Well, let me finish the Kobe thought, okay. and then we'll figure that one out. The the Oh, I'll give you a great one. The the at least for me, the Kobe deal. What I read was, they're not sure now if they're going to finish it. The feeling was like this: it would premiere years from now. But the difference being is that that final Lakers team was so bad. Yeah, they were. Where this team won a championship. You know who I would love, Dave, to see this on would be I. I had to go to, um, like all of us, we have a storage unit. And I was looking for something yesterday, and I started rummaging through and finding a bunch of old books that I didn't even realize I had. And again, I find a book that I have two copies of. <laughs> Love that. And uh, the book that I had two copies of was Bronx Zoo by Sparky Lyle. Yeah. I have one of my favorite books in my car, Wild High and Tight, about Billy Martin. Dude, I'm telling you, those Yankee teams. Yeah. Where if you could get, I mean, look, a lot of those guys, unfortunately, the key guys, George is gone, Thurman's yeah. gone, um, Steinbrenner's gone. Billy Martin's uh, gone. Billy Martin's gone. But Or I said George. Yeah, Steinbrenner, Billy Martin, Thurman. A lot of those guys are gone. But can you imagine Pinella, right? Yeah. Reggie? 
Yeah. Telling those stories. Nettles is great. Nettles would be great. Nettles right? was great when he came out with his own book, Balls. Dude, unbelievable. That, to me, because of those teams, when you go back, I mean, you can still go back and watch that game where Billy Martin and Reggie almost fought in the dugout. Yeah. Um, if I had one where I look at it, I'd say, yeah, tell me about the Yankees, 78 to 81. Yeah. Like, tell me about those teams, those personalities, what they were all about. Mickey Rivers, even the, the even the, even the decision to get rid of Reggie, and then when they right. signed Dave Winfield and everything that went oh. into that, yeah. it's a good call for me. The one guy, honestly, I, that stands out when I when Woods brought this up was Barry Bonds. I could watch the Barry Bonds situation from being a kid of his of a dad that was an all star to his great baseball career at Arizona State to the skinny kid with the Pirates to all of a sudden a guy that hey how's that skinny kid now that kid. Over there with the Giants, I'm very curious to know about Barry Bonds. You don't think Bonds he'd play the victim card, though? He might. And you know what? I, I tell you what, and I know people can't stand Barry Bonds, and they love a guy like David Ortiz who who tested. Barry Bonds never tested positive. So yeah. when, he, when he plays the victim, he almost has a little bit of a right to go, wait, we all know Biggio and Bagwell and Piazza were all doing it, mm-hmm. but yet I never tested positive, and I'm the guy? I'm the guy that you, that you think of first when you think of steroids? Yeah, that... Uh what about, uh, I mean, I don't know. Shit, it could be all those guys, yeah. man, right? You could get McGuire, right. you could get all A-Rod, you could Palmero. get Bonds. Yeah. All those dudes. Um, but for me, if I had to go personality-wise, I'm going to think, is there anybody? Could you see one on a boxing? You're a boxing guy. Could you see Mayweather? No. I, I, no. See, I'm the, done with Mayweather. Yeah. I mean, for me, when Tyson, when HBO ran Tyson's one-man show, that was really good. And then the Tyson documentary that that guy, I think his name's like James Toback did. That was really, really good too. Uh, no, I mean, Tyson Tyson was the guy. Um, but no, I can't, I can't really think of anything hockey. Tiger? Yeah, Tiger's great, man. Tiger'd be great. But I'm, I'm a huge Tiger fan. I just, yeah. I'd like to I'd like to know what that was. I'd like to hear his story of dealing with it, right? Yeah. I mean, when you look at that, I mean, I'm I'm looking at it from an upper deck perspective. So you go, okay, Jordan, right? Dude, Venus and Serena? Yep. T- talk to those two about what it was like for Venus to watch Serena to for Serena what it was like growing up. Shit, man, those are those are big time stories. I don't know that um they did the first ever 30 for 30. First one was Peter Berg talking to Wayne Gretzky about getting traded. That's really good. Yeah. That one's really good. But but for me, Dave, I, I think all of those, as fascinated as I am by all their stories, um, if you could give me those old school Yankees and talk about how it all... That'd be interesting. Right? Yeah. With George firing everybody and every, trading everybody and everything going on, that would be it for me. What about one on Pete Rose? No, fuck no. <laughs> the hit king, those big Dude. red machines. I'm full of shit. <laughs> He's full of shit. Come on. No, man. He's the guy that would play the victim card more than anybody in yeah, any of these. I don't think. See, to me, why I say that about the Yankees is I don't think Reggie would play the victim card, and I don't think Reggie would bullshit. No, I, he wouldn't. I just think he would tell you the his Yankees royalty. There's there's no ill will towards from Reggie towards the Yankees anymore. 
Right. But I mean, I think he would tell you the truth that at least I would just want to hear his stories. Um, man, his book, I read all those books about those guys. Yeah. Uh, the the only book I didn't read was the Steinbrenner book, but the Billy Martin books were unbelievable. Reggie Jackson's books were so good. Um, Nettle's book, like you said, was great. Yeah, that that would be it for me. I think that would be really good. Very interesting. Speaking of uh, baseball, the talk is baseball could be going right now at the end of May. And again, they they're throwing different things out there. We said about three weeks ago, we heard May fifteenth to June first, it would start somewhere there. A lot of people are saying the reason baseball is now saying the end of May because that's when they've guaranteed to pay employees to yeah. May 31st and that they're trying to hurry up and maybe make something happy, maybe even cut the season down to 80 games or 100 games. As a baseball fan, would it bother you? Does that benefit the Padres or help the Padres you go to a 100-game season? I, I can't answer it. I don't have any idea. I really don't. I mean... You just don't know when injuries are going to happen. And if there's no minor yeah. leagues, who are you calling up? I'm very curious right. to know how they're doing this. What does this do for Tommy Pham or Paddock? Yeah. But what does it mean to Gore, right? All, all those guys. Um, uh, shit, Dave, I'm, I'm mind-blanking. The guy, uh, Garrett Richards. What's it mean for him, right? Yeah. The recovery as they all come back. Look, I, I kind of like it. I mean, I'm... I'm no matter what comes back and how it comes back, NHL, yep. NBA, Major League Baseball, but especially for NHL and NBA, holy shit, I'm going to be all in. Be I'm with you. Dave, we, we didn't really talk about it. I loved the NFL draft. Yep. I thought the draft was great. Would and you be fine if they did it kind of that way where you had just the commissioner on stage and you had the fans there, but the players did it from home? Boy, I, I saw a guy write, I believe it was Sam Farmer on Twitter, said the NFL has a huge problem because this 2020 draft was so much better than any of the last 10 that I don't know what they're going to do moving forward. That's interesting. Uh, I like I was like hearing Todd McShay. I didn't realize that he was suffering from COVID-19, yeah. the coronavirus, so that's why he was out. I thought it was great that they had the ESPN and NFL Network guys together. You don't ever see that. Not that a Trey was Wingo kind of, fan. I'll get to him in a second um, because I know, and I'm glad I saw you put this in the notes, but I thought it was cool watching Riddick and Jeremiah talk to Mel and go back and forth. Like That, to me, was really good. I'll tell you the other guy that came off. I thought Goodell was funny as shit. I thought he was good, too. Nobody likes Goodell. I'm fine with Goodell. I thought him hanging out at the end and he's chucking him in the <laughs> Dude, I thought this guy, I know people hate him, but I was like, he just looked like an everyday guy just fucking around. And hanging. he says he sits in that chair every Sunday, basically, unless he's at a game. That's where he watches all the games is right really? in that room in that chair. But I liked it. The problem is... And I'm very glad that this got picked up on because I was going to write this on Twitter. And then I was like, I don't, don't want to be this guy. Jesus Christ. It felt like every goddamn guy that came up, uh, Joe Smith. They, well, you know, Joe Smith's sister, mother, uncle, father, daughter, brother died, shot. Yep. Drug you know, problem. <clears throat> drug problem. Incarcerated. Listens to Ben and Woods. You're like, fuck. <laughs> I'm like, dude, and I don't know, like, 
ESPN's claim was that they were trying to humanize all. Boy, I thought that was horrible. No, it was man. like a kick in the nuts. Every, I get it if you do it with one or two people. Yeah. David felt like they did it fifteen to thirty times. They did. But um, but I enjoyed it, man. I thought it moved well. I thought it moved fast. Um, you didn't need all the, you know, extra people on the stage and the interviews and everything else. I thought it was cool. I thought they did a really I, good job. Yeah. I mean, I watched a ton of it. I always do, but I watched a lot, probably more than normal, just because it was the only thing on, and so let's just leave it on the TV. Yeah. I know you were busy with your boys. Did you see the Daniel Jeremiah, Chris Mortensen part? I did not. No. Okay, that was over the weekend. And, you know, Mortensen's been fighting cancer, mm-hmm. and he's been really sick the last few years. Jo- my son Josh is good friends with Chris Mortensen's son yeah. because he was a coach of his at Alabama. And and I, when I would go back to Alabama, I'd always ask him, "How's your dad doing?" You yeah. know, and everybody says Chris Mortensen's the nicest guy oh, yeah. in the world. Love it when he's um, been in Woods. So it's a when, great hit. when Daniel Jeremiah was a senior in college, he brought him along to the draft. No way. And so they were in a split screen, obviously. And he and Jeremiah tells the story. He goes, "Man, I'm just a kid that's you know, no, I'm not going to be an NFL player." And I write him a letter, and he basically brings me along in the draft, and he's saying how much he means to him. Then he got him on the set, and then he got him working and all this stuff. And if it wasn't for Chris Mortensen opening a door, he would have never been where he is. And he's, he's Jer- Jeremiah's like crying. Wow. And Mortensen's like, enough. You know, I appreciate it. He's trying to play the <laughs> yeah. cool guy card. But it was it was really cool, man, to, to listen to. Because everybody has received a break in this business. Right. Somewhere, never, somewhere there's been someone along the road that has opened a door for you. 100%. And that guy happened to be on the screen right there with them in the NFL draft. And then Mortensen comes out and says – the guy was really good as a as a football player in today's NFL. He would have been a guy that would have got drafted. And no way. He, he said just the offenses were were different. He even had an offer from the Redskins. Right? Yeah, and he goes he could be a GM right now. That's how good Jeremiah is. He said, but yeah. it was such a cool compliment. Love the that. whole thing was neat, but it was because I don't know how bad Chris Mortensen's health is. His hair doesn't look great. Right. It's always a sign of he's still going through treatment. And if he's not here next year. And Jeremiah got a chance to get it out. I thought it was awesome. Really cool. I, I like that a lot. There was one other thing I was trying to think of from the draft. Oh, dude, I'll tell you exactly what was great. What absolutely killed me throughout the draft was all the shots of the coaches. Yeah. Brian Flores' kids from the Dolphins making faces at the camera was so yeah. awesome where you go, Dude, I've never cared about the Dolphins in my life. Yeah. But because those little dudes are so funny, uh, Matt Patricia's kid, and and we probably all went through this, Matt Patricia's son looks just like uh, my friend Robin's son, Tyler, 15 years ago. Tyler's in his 20s now. But when Tyler was 9, 10, or 11, he's the twin brother of Matt Patricia's kid. Just watching all the kids kind of being there hanging out the dog on Belichick's chair was yeah. fucking awesome like it was just different uh, Cliff Kingsbury yeah, with, that, like, with the house dude. everybody's like what the fuck's going on <laughs> dude, that was all, yes Tyron Matthew tweeted out no wonder they couldn't afford to keep me <laughs> <laughs> yeah I liked all of that it was cool one of the things I didn't even realize until today Bill O'Brien is a part where he loses his shit yes and they told the story is the camera happened to catch him when he had a trade worked out with the Lions and they backed out of it last second. No way. And he, fuck you, fuck you guys, fuck, he's losing his shit. And his yes. kid's just looking straight on like his dad's not right yes. next to him. It's great. Losing his fucking shit. But he, the camera caught him just screaming, fuck you at the Lions. It was great. 
Dude, if that was my kid behind me, he'd be dying laughing. <laughs> Mine too. He'd be dying laughing. Yeah. Or yelling at him too. <laughs> He's in the camera completely caught him in his words of moment. Yelling, fuck you. And we've always it's wondered. Great. I mean, you and I knew Towers pretty well, and he would tell oh. us stories. That's exactly what it has to be like, which yeah. is, we, we kind of, we talked about that circle. That right there was as into the circle as you're ever going to see. Yep. Have a guy screaming, fuck you at another team for backing out of a trade that was agreed upon. Now, I mean, you know, teams hate being on hard knocks. Yeah. And so I just, I mean, you see, right, you've had it before where they're like, hey, let's look into the Cowboys war room. And there's that shitty little like security camera that's posted in the corner and you see Bill Parcells and Stephen Jones high yeah. five. You're like, well, that was fascinating. What a great shot. <laughs> I mean, the NFL will probably kill that or the teams will kill that. But I thought Gruden just hanging out, right, with all those yeah. people and uh, and Mayock and doing – they did this thing, what I loved, and I didn't see it with a lot of other teams, but I would imagine the NFL did it. I followed the Vikings on Twitter. And the Vikings within – boy, it felt like it moved really quick, like within an hour. They were tweeting out videos of – the GM calling the player. Cool. And then the coach talking to the player and then watching it being announced and the family reactions and all that stuff. But that I liked. But hey, Dave, this That's is cool. Rick Spielman. You ready to be a Viking? Uh, when they called uh, the kid Jefferson. Hey, how do you feel about wearing purple? Yeah. Oh, I love wearing purple. All right, great. You know, <laughs> all that kind of just behind the curtain stuff that we don't really see. And the Vikes had a bunch of it. I, like I said, I wasn't following. Chargers, I saw a few things like that with the Raiders when Gruden was making calls. Yeah. Man, they're just, Mike was retweeting a few of them. Um, they're really, really fun. It was cool. It was, it was, it was, to me, they did, it was an outstanding job. Um, better than I thought. Let's just yeah. put it that way. A lot yeah. better than I thought it was going to be. No I think glitches. a lot of people thought it was going to be, this isn't going to be a good thing at all, but it was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. I will tell you, I've had this conversation with you. Do I, say after 26 years of covering the Chargers and they're going to the new stadium with the Rams, uh -huh. do I make the switch to say to ESPN, look, I, I don't want to cover the Chargers anymore. I want to cover the Rams. Dude, I cover the Chargers right and, now. And so why they're a much the more fascinating storyline. Oh, man. So here's the deal. I hung on to the Chargers until the draft. I said, if they get two, I'm going to stay with the Chargers. And yeah. they didn't get two. They went with Herbert because two was taking the pick before. Uh-huh. I'm not a fan of Justin Herbert. Just not. He's never yeah. thrown for more than one touchdown pass in a, in a game against a quality team. Just not a fan. Throwing a shitload of interceptions. Um, so I called ESPN. I said, hey, I'm out. I go, I want the Rams. And I said, is it an issue? And they wrote me back. Shouldn't be an issue at all. You probably got the Rams. Wow. And so, and the reason I, I took the Rams was for the division. Yeah, I'd love to see the but Raiders. But see your team since you were a kid. It, it, it was. It was the first team my dad stuck me with. Yeah, but you look at that division. You got the Niners in the Super True. Bowl, Seahawks and Russell Wilson. You got the Cardinals were getting better, and then the Rams were going to have a bigger fan base. Obviously, it's going to feel like a big event. The only upside I could see with the Chargers is traffic's going to be easier to get yes. out. Yes, that's, <laughs> that's that's about it. But I was like, I'm out. Yeah, I'm going to miss the Raiders that one time. But I said, if I want to see the Raiders, I'll buy a ticket to the game. I'll yeah. go see the Raider Charger game. But Otherwise, after 26 years, I said, I'm out. I, 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 I don't want to cover this fucking team yeah, anymore. I would probably have stayed with Sandy or the... Well, look the, at you. Look at me. Michael Wilbon. Stay with the Chargers. 
But um, but yeah, you grew up as a Rams fan, so yeah, get out. Aren't the Chargers? If you had a pick right now, the worst team in the division. Dude, there's this right. I mean, the Broncos are a better team. The Raiders are a better team. The Chiefs obviously are a better team. You know, Dave, they're just they are who they are. Is the thing. I I just I I don't. I've never liked them. I don't like the way they treat people. I don't like the business. I don't like everything that they did last week. It's just yeah, man. There's no yeah. I mean, they're an absolute dead fish. On the beach to me. Yeah. So, yeah, fuck it. Do do your thing. Go where you're going to at least enjoy it. If you're going to drive six hours round trip, fucking go for a team you're going to enjoy. I got to ask you this. As, as you said, we watched the Jordan thing, and it says on there that if you watch on ESPN, the regular ESPN, you're going to hear the swearing. If you mm-hmm. watch on ESPN, too, you won't hear the swearing. Oh, funny. Okay. But it seems like to me, as I'm watching more and more TV, just on cable, like mm-hmm. like like whatever, true TV, spy, spike, whatever. Yeah. Seems like there's a lot more cussing. Lot more. Is did I miss something? Are you allowed to say everything but fuck on there now? I don't know, but I mean, you see it. Um, you see shit all the time. Yeah, bar rescue. <laughs> like Taffer's like that's bullshit. And you're like, wow, when did that happen? Which I don't I'm know all what for. Happened. Which I'm all for because I think it's ridiculous. There's certain words you can't say. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I don't know. But I, Dave, I gotta tell you, man. I went through today and I like. I went to watch Last Dance okay. last night. And all of a sudden, I realized, I look at my DVR where I haven't been for a while. It's 92% full. What the hell is on here? What are you recording? Well, I had 25 News 8 at 5s. Oh, boy. Because, like, I usually record that to find out what's going on. Well, it's, you know, 52 minutes of uh, COVID-19. And yeah. then... Matt Balo in a mask gives you. Does he Matt still work there? Not there oh shit! <laughs> so those are all gone. And then I had about ten championship fights. You know, I had Ali fights. Yeah. Then I had Kings games and Padre games. I'm like, I don't need any of this shit. I go, let me just streamline this down to what I'm gonna watch. There's five bar rescues. Now I'm at like eight percent. That's it. And one deadliest catch. <laughs> Speaking of the Padres, how's it going? Getting your money back. I uh, haven't heard anything. So, and here's another one. Fuck off to miserable Padre fans. I was like, about to wish him a happy birthday. Fuck him. <laughs> Look, here's the thing, you fucking dipshit. Like, I love the fucking nerve of this guy telling me how I should handle my money. If you had my money, you'd burn yours. <laughs> here's the thing, fucker. I've never once taken. <laughs> I said, if he had my money, he could burn his. He wouldn't need it anymore. I've never in my life said, you know who I need fucking business advice from? My fucking boy, miserable Padre fan. Here's the thing. I bought four tickets for a game that was scheduled to take place in March. Yes. That game didn't take place. So my thinking is, you owe me the fucking money. Yeah. The game's not going to take place. It wasn't rained out. It's yep. not unused ticket night. It's not going to happen. This dumb fuck writes, hey, you know, they were really nice to you at your charity. Well, great. What the fuck does that matter? I'm not a stooge like you. They still owe me 150 bucks. So if you want to sit there and be a flunky and a lackey and be celebrating that they brought back the bro, go ahead. <laughs> but I love how you're telling me how I should act when somebody owes me 150 bucks. That as of now, I'm not going to get back. Fuck off. It has nothing to do with it. Then they go, well, text Wayne Partello. Well, I'm not, Wayne's not. He doesn't work behind the window. 
Wayne's not walking around with my 150 bucks. <laughs> and I guarantee you this. I guarantee you this. If I owed Wayne 150 bucks, yeah. he'd be like, dude, where the fuck's my money? You're damn right he would. But fast pay makes fast friends. Yes. So don't fucking sit there and be a dipshit. I, but then I was like, oh, I knew I muted this fucker for a reason. <laughs> and uh, here's the other fucking thing I muted. Yeah. Because we were going to get to this. The story of the day is that it came out in the Tribune, uh, or in the Union Tribune, that the mightier 1090, Dave, you thought they were mighty before. Yes. But knew? now they're the mightier 1090. So you see this thing, and I'm fascinated by it. Now, here's a couple of points on this. The first thing that I saw everywhere from people whose opinion nobody listens for is, well, you already have two stations in town. Well, one of those stations is averaging 100 listeners. So you have one station in town. And sorry, I look at it and you go, I like Ben and Woods. I'm not a Rome fan. Coach's show, I can fucking take or leave. Tony and Chris, I can take or leave. The fucking night shows are shit. So if the guys that are running 1090 are able to come in and bring better quality shows than anything you have on 570 or anything you have on 710 that's not Mason and Ireland, then we should welcome them with open arms. But because we're a city that fucking shoots their mouth off and thinks they know shit, because you've grown to accept mediocrity in every fucking aspect of your life, you just say, hey, we already have two of them. Well, you have one that's got a great morning show. I love Judd and Mike when I can hear them. And then the rest of the day is, meh, it is what yeah. it is. So if they're willing, if a guy who runs that station says, hey, you know what? Um, I think we can do it better. We should be like, fuck yes. Bring it in here. All you fuckers are like, hey, we already have Golden Corral down the street. Why would we want Morton Steakhouse? I don't have any idea if this guy's going to open Morton Steakhouse or he's going to open Chucky fucking Cheese. We don't know. But stop acting like the two fucking stations you have are so yeah. outstanding because they're not. It's free. You aren't getting charged. Yeah, none of you fuckers You're have paying to taxes pay. on it. What are you doing? So then tonight... I, I start looking at my um, phone, and I have all of these notifications. But 20 of them, it says, this tweet contains a word that you muted. Do you know what that word is that I muted, and I could not be more serious? I have no idea. Cited.com. Oh, my God. There is nothing more fucking annoying to me than being hit over the head by Sided.com. So for John fucking Browner, who I like, to put out that stupid fucking tweet tonight without ever talking to me, without ever talking to fucking Dave, I don't need it. Don't drag my name in to bullshit promote your fucking Hacksaw circle. Hacksaw did the same thing in one of his mini polls. Oh, God. Put us? Yeah. Dude, don't do it. I don't do fucking circle jerk. I'm not going to fucking dance. Go talk to fucking Hacksaw or one of those guys. But that's exactly why I will never fucking work there because I don't need John Browner calling me at 1045 going, hey, don't forget, you have a Sided.com debate up at 11. No, I don't. I have none. I'm not that fucking bored. Hey, guys. Dave and Jeff here. Hey, we've got, Dave, I love this Sided debate we've got today. Where is the best place to get your tires rotated in National City? You do it. 
and you're going to save $10.90 on teeth whitening <laughs> at Dr. Johnny Banana. I don't have time for it. And that shit tonight made me insane because I just fucking live my life. I'm happy for everybody. Couldn't be more thrilled for Scott. I support Mike and Judd. I support Stevie Woods, who's my boy. But don't bring me into your fucking bullshit with your sided debates. Cilio, your fucking thing to Cilio oh was so God. funny. I'm like, Dan doesn't block me anymore. You're like, I don't even know why the fuck we're in here. Dan doesn't know why the fuck we're yeah. in there. Just go talk to people, build your fucking radio station and do your shit. But if you got to do, they did this shit a year ago when he tried to fucking relaunch it and he drug our names into it. I don't do sided.com. It's why I fucking muted it. Please don't bother me again. Here's Please. The, here's the deal with the audience, with our audience. We will tell you if there was something up. Right. Right now, again, as Jeff says, I couldn't agree more. We are very excited for Scott. Right. 100%. Very excited for Scott. And you know what? I, I wish him all the luck in the world. I love that it would come back. But, it makes for really fun. It's gonna, Everybody's going to have to up their game. 97.3 is going to have to get better. And 1360-760 slash is going to have to get much better. Yes, absolutely right. So... If anything were to ever happen, again, Jeff and I have not applied for a radio job since we left Extra June in 2016. 2016. I mean, we have not applied for a job. And if you guys think that, oh, man, these guys can't get back on the radio, we're extremely happy doing what we're doing. Right. And if something were to ever change, we would let you know first. Right. How's that? Right. Simple enough. Because, man, just like you, as soon as that started, you guys coming back, man, all day long. That's all I got. Dude, all day from fucking phone calls and texts. Look, I am thrilled that I'm lucky enough to have a job where I work all day. And like a lot of people where some of the staff was not invited back, you're fucking working all day, man. You're grinding. And when that got out last night, because... Caps of friend, I fucking retweeted it. I put it out. There was no self-promotion for me. A friend of mine on Facebook says, well, congratulations. I feel like, I don't fucking work there. Can you read the story? <laughs> Fuck. There wasn't even a quote from Scott in there. No. No. But, so I'm promoting it because I like it. I like local radio. Here's the other thing that none of you dumb fucks <laughs> pick up on, right? It means more jobs. It means more jobs yes. for salespeople when Intercom's cutting people and iHeart's cutting people. That means maybe there's a couple of receptionist jobs open for people maybe that got Tom fired. Maybe Tom Howell, maybe Frank Anthony. Right. Maybe there's promotions jobs for people that have experience. Maybe there's uh, night board op gigs or, or, what, or talk show gigs for people. It's a good thing when new businesses open in our city and if you don't want to listen, go ahead. But to sit there and think because you have a radio in your car, you know radio, you don't know shit. You literally don't know shit. So I'm excited for Scott, who has grinded to do this. I do love Johnny Browner and Al Padilla, who have stayed loyal and have been there. And those three fuckers have been rowing their boat. But I'm like, dude, don't drag me into a Sided.com debate that four fucking people are going to vote on because I don't give a shit. Call me and say, hey, you know what? Are you guys interested? Yeah, call Heather Cohen. She's our agent. Great. Here's whatever the gentleman's name is who owns the station. That call hasn't happened. Nobody's called Heather. 
Heather's hasn't talked to anybody. I just don't like having our name drug into it because we've always been respectful to them. And quite honestly, Dave, if Scott or anybody asks me, I go, dude, that's kind of bullshit. That's a little bit of a bullshit, cheesy circus move that I didn't ask you to do. People on Upper Deck follow you. Now they're like, well, what the fuck? Are you leaving? No, dude, I'm not doing shit. I'm sitting here minding my own business trying to pay my fucking bills. Yeah. If you want to talk, you call, you go, hey, this is what we're doing. You interested? And if not, then, dude, I hope you fucking kill it. But I'm never working at a radio station where I have to do sided debates. And Dave, you'd have to do 19 of them there. So I'm not in. <laughs> You and Pete Fox. Me in and the Pete, Pete Fox. You think it opens up a job for Pete Fox? Hope not. <laughs> what did you just They're say? Terrible. Fuck him. He's terrible. Sorry, Pete. I've worked with Pete. What about Pete? We had an argument that he told me Peyton Manning wasn't drafted in the first round. He wasn't. He was what? <laughs> He's like, I thought I was bullshitting him. I go, dude, what? Okay, Kaplan, this is the game I yeah. want to play, and then we'll get the fuck out of here. Hold on. Yeah, go. I got to tell you about an email I got, too. Go ahead. Kaplan said today... He was very funny with Paul Rudy. Said that his phone's been ringing off the hook with people. Why Did you call him? No, we, we, him and I were texting, though, today. Okay, well, that's good. I did not call him. But I want to know right now. Let's just fucking start telling. When that shit comes out, who are the first people that start H- calling? Hacksaw's the first one. Hacksaw's a good fucking call. Hacksaw's the very first one. Ooh, that's really fucking good. Who else is coming out? Yeah, Saw's number one. Everyone else has a job. Now, it doesn't mean they aren't calling, but I don't want to call guys out that already have a job. There are guys at radio stations that I imagine aren't exactly happy where they're at. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? You're right. Yeah, I got you. I don't want to put them in that position. No, I got you. You're right. Yeah. But as far as guys not working that would call Scott in a second, it's Hacksaw. Hey, Baba. (laughs) That's exactly what he would say. Where are you putting Saw? In that lineup, nine to midnight. <laughs> he wouldn't be a great night guy to recap, great? to recap everything that just fucking happened. But Saul would be great like nine to midnight dealing with uh, typical nighttime yeah. callers. Oh, it would be fantastic. We move on. Yes, because I'm brilliant. He would. That's it. Oh, my God. He'd be so fucking pissed that they put him at that time slot, but that might be his best slot to be in. Could you imagine him just taking calls? Talking to drunk, uh, drunk Everybody. guys. Everybody. Truckers. Truckers. Guys from jail, like we used to take calls from. Truckers. Oh, so fucking great. All right, what's the email you got? All right, I got an email from this lady named Suzette Patterson, okay? And okay. this is how it goes. I need your complete attention for the upcoming 24 hours. I will make sure that you live a life of shame for the rest of your life. That's what it says. Wow. I have your password to everything. It is Garvey6. And I will sit there and let everybody know everything you've looked at online and what you're searching for. <laughs> Pay me $2,000. Okay. Or I'm going to let everybody know what your password is, everything that you've looked up on uh, on Safari or Google. How's that? Whoa. I think she's it? right on your password. No. <laughs> Can you imagine? And, and I just said that. No, my, I have no passwords that are Garvey6. Everybody would think it would be Garvey6. So I, I wrote, wrote back, Suzette, you got me. Where do I send the money? Yeah. Fucking nothing. No response. Oh, no. <laughs> no response. But I'm like, well, are you fucking serious? Yeah. Can, have you ever gotten one of these before? I've never oh, gotten yeah. one of these before. You have? Well. Have you gotten one to save like a prince and shit like that? They need 10,000 bucks or whatever the God, hell. God, I, I just read a story. I can't, I'm trying to think of who it was. I just read a story about a guy who actually 
fell for one of them. Oh, those. dude, I got a friend of mine who's who's um, whose sister's mother in law does this every month. Sends off like four grand, gets full oh, every my time, God. nonstop. Um, no, I just uh, like I said, I've kind of calmed down my game ever since my son yelled at me outside the Staples Center because <laughs> the guy called and he's like, "Hey, uh, we're the IRS, and you're," but and I said, "I hope you die today." <laughs> the guy said, "What?" I no, I don't think I said I hope he died. I said, "I no, I did." Yeah, you did. I said, I hope you die today. Yeah. And my son's like, Jesus. I was like, oh, no. Okay. And my kid's like, God dang, Dad. Whoa. Like, he's all like, whoa, that was dark. I was like, oh, God. Okay. Okay. I got it. <laughs> and the guy at the IRS was like, fuck you. I was like, dude, you cannot say that if you're a licensed member of the IRS. I need your badge number before you die today. <laughs> so yeah um no the only one that my my kids do like on that is when they call and they're like hey we're calling for mary oh wow oh wow what's your name you know well, this is uh steve boy steve i don't know what kind of joke you're playing what do you mean a uh, mary died this morning she fell off the roof <laughs> Oh, I didn't know. No, I think you did. They like that one. They like that one. That one's okay. That one cleared. But, but I think the whispering. Yeah, it was creepy. Yeah. So I apologize to, to Bob at the IRS. <laughs> I hope you die today. Whoa. Whoa. He narked me out to his mom. Little shit. Oh, fuck. All right. Let's go. Before we get to how old are they, how much are they worth, and I can tell you right now, it's going to be the toughest ever stay or goes you've ever played. I don't think so. Oh, I guarantee it is. Every single one of those, you're going to start sweating. I don't shy away. Want to mention our good friend Dan Williams. Dan's the guy that's helping moving things along as far as getting your finances in order. Right now, again, is a great time to call him. You shouldn't be holding up. You need to call Dan Williams. Number one, he wants to make sure you're able to take advantage of the market right now. Number one, make sure you're able to pay your bills. What direction are you going? But get out of the rental market, buy a house. Dan can help you with all your finances. He's the expert for a reason. 858-688-6813. 858-688-6813. Did it again today, Dave. Zeroed out that credit card. Remember I told you last week? Went online, got a little stadium series hoodie for my kids and I. Yep. Paid those fuckers off today. Right back down to zero. And now it's about cash flow because everything you read says the market is going to change and that for people that want to buy a house, if your credit score is good, and I'm very, very fortunate that it is, Man, we are going to have options. But like anything, you're still going to need cash. You're still going to need it. So if you are like me and you go, yeah, that's kind of what I want to do. Because there's my old house, which now my ex-wife has. But I have two sons. And as I was saying to them over the weekend, hey, man, I I want you both to be set up. And so the smart play is to buy a house. Well, you got to have your money in line to do that. Nobody better than Dan Williams, 858-688-6813. The other guy that's going to do a great job for you, it's Brian Curry. He's been selling real estate all over San Diego County for the last 20 years. I talked to Brian almost on a daily basis. Yep. Had a couple of people come by on Saturday. Hey, they want to take a look at your house. I go, you have I a mask on? Mask, the feet, everything. Here's the deal. I don't even have a sign in front of my house. But they right. call Brian and go, hey, 
Is that house still available? Guess what? Brian goes, I'll make it happen. And again, he was running people through, but safety. Brian goes, yeah. here's the deal. You got to have the gloves. You got to have the mask. You got to put the booties on everything to walk around their house. Send a couple of people over. But then at the same time, 2.45 in the morning, my phone's going off. Brian found a house that we might be interested in. 2.45? He's like yeah. you, texting me at 5 a.m. <laughs> you don't need to do that anymore. Always, why don't you just put it on mute? Because I've Look set it, it for the up. alarm. Jesus. Yeah, it's still working you, in the morning. Yeah, but you can still put it on mute and the alarm will go off and make a noise. Or you can stop texting me at uh, 5. Maybe it's urgent. Well, I know Woods is up, so I text you and Costin Woods at the same yeah. time. <laughs> That's the way it goes. Brian Kerr is your guy for real estate. What are you waiting for? 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588. Dave, I was thinking about purchases that you make that are the most important. And I think, really, you go, well, I mean, really, think about it over your life, right? Yeah. Engagement ring, wedding ring, those are always big. Uh, buying a car is such an important yeah. thing, right? But then you come to the house and you go, God, you think about all of those and you really need advice on all of them. Yes, because as a guy, you go, well, we're going to fuck this up one way or the other. We're going to fuck up, get the wrong car. We're going to get the bright yellow Dodge Dart. <laughs> we're going to get the fucking uh, mood ring for an engagement ring. Or we're going to buy the manufactured home on the beach in Imperial Beach right by the fucking Tijuana River. That's why BC is so great, because now that I have the cash flow lined up now that i have the credit score lined up you're not in any debt you have steady income you go all right brian turn it loose brother here's the keys to the car where should we go and it's that 20 years of experience of winning and doing it right that dave told you about that's going to make sure that yeah i don't think i'll buy another engagement ring yeah i'll probably need to buy another car i'll probably take brian with me on that too but when it comes to buying a house because like i just said not only is it going to be my house but it's going to be a house that I want to be able to pass along to one of my sons. And that means a lot to me. You got to have the best and there's nobody better than Brian Curry. Absolutely. That perfect pool for you is also around the corner once you get that house. Right now, my wife and I, we're only looking at houses where the backyard's big enough yep. to build a pool. We're going to call TaylorMade Pools. Alan Taylor is going to be our guy. If you're like me, you go on Facebook a couple times a day and guess what you see? Everyone you know that has a pool yes. is living the life in that fucking right. pool. And you're jealous. Hey, Hell, you I'm just jealous. mute them all. <laughs> You want to see what they look like in bikinis? Come on. You want to know if they're holding up? At the same time, you could call me a perv. Is everybody about to say? Yeah. No, I'm not. You're doing the same goddamn thing. So here you go. Taylor May Pools. Alan Taylor's your I'm looking guy. at the pool structure. <laughs> the brick composition. There's a guy on my Facebook page yesterday who posted a picture of his wife who you can totally see right through her shirt. Really? And I swear to God, he knows that you can see right through her shirt because he wants to make you jealous. That's that she has so a rock star body, and you're going, okay, I can see everything. All right, we'll see that after the I show. I will show you that right after the show. We'll end it right now. You know uh, Alan's number. We'll just leave it right there. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night. Alan Taylor's number is 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. Well, I told you. I mean, it all ties together. The plan is that their mom's going to leave one of them a house, and I'm going to leave them the other one. Well, guess what? She's a fucking attorney and a finance major. There's no goddamn way she builds a pool. She's keeping that money. Get her nails done. Manny Petty. I'm going to have the fucking pool with the grotto. And like we said, because I'm one of the first 10 people to call, it'll be in the silhouette of a young Angie Dickinson. Uh, yes, Dave, when it was 85 degrees yesterday in North County, you're like, fuck, you should just be at home right now. 
firing up the grill and hanging out by the pool. And right now, a lot of you are thinking about it. You go, oh, it's too late. No, it's not. Make that call right now to TaylorMade Pools. The best thing to do first is go to DaveAndJeffShow.com. Go to the sponsor page. You can get instant links to Dan's site, to Brian's site, and to Alan's site. Take a look at what Alan's done for some of the people in your neighborhood, and he can do the same for you. Tell him Dave and Jeff sent you. And finally, don't forget about Kyle Fluger. We started the show talking about the website. Kyle Fluger's done a great job with jakesprojects.org and daveandjeffshow.com. He can help you out as well. Build the perfect website. Kyle's number is 619-500-6621, 619-500-6621. I'll drop him an email tonight. We'll put a uh, catch and grab on jakesprojects.org. Again, for all of us where the hair is growing long, let's turn the negative into a positive. Uh, conference call with the Ronald McDonald House on Wednesday. We'll work together, Jake's Projects and the Ronald McDonald House, to do a cut-a-thon. And we'll take that. We'll make sure that the hair is donated. That will benefit uh, people. You know, we, we've done it for kids. But, Dave, I, I mean, 18, 20, 30, 40, 70, whatever the age may be, we never discriminate. Our audience runs the spectrum. So let's take care of everybody. Uh, we'll do a, a sign-up sheet. We'd love to have you. We'll put that together, and we'll find that on jakesprojects.org. I'll, I'll try to get that up and running by the time we're back here on Wednesday. That would be absolutely great. All right, here we go. How old are they and how much are they worth? We're talking about April 27th. We're going to start okay. with the dead guy. All right. Jack Klugman. Oh, man. Let me tell you this. When I worked at Del Mar, people talk about Del Mar and old-time celebrities, and I forget about Jack Klugman. When I was, God, I don't know, 2021, selling the Bedecker card out of Del Mar, yeah. Jack Klugman came out. Is that right? Dave, what a fucking nice guy. Just the nicest dude. How old would he be? Fuck. Let me see. I'm going to say he would be... Uh, I'm going to say he would have been 89. He would have been 98. No shit. 98. Dude, what a what a fucking champion. Um, You know who he was married to? I don't. Brett Summers. Really? <laughs> he was. Not at that time. I think they were long divorced. But don't be jealous that he stuck it in her. Oh, my goodness. Uh, how much was he worth? It's a little disappointing, I'll tell you. For me, it was disappointing. Well, yeah, dude, he was making movies in the seventies. You got fifty bucks a movie. Yeah, <laughs> fuck, dude, I'm gonna say uh, eight million. Oh man, you're way high. What? One point nine million. Yeah, he was doing better than that. Yeah, Come right, on, dude. He, he was Quincy. making Quincy. Odd think... couple. Yeah, odd couple. Oh yeah. my gosh. All right, I don't know if you know her, singer Lizzo. Do you know who Lizzo is? Ah, uh, yeah, I do. Okay. Um. It's funny, Alan Horton and I, when we did the Laker-Wolves game this year, she was front row. Uh, yes. And they showed her up on the screen, and everybody freaked out. Then she turned around, and her whole big right. ass was showing. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That make Horton pale? <laughs> uh, she, God, that's a really interesting one. Uh, she 30? 32. Okay. Dude, she's probably worth some money, man. Yeah, she my, had well, a money's year. coming her way. Remember, though, when you did Chris Stapleton last week, that we thought Stapleton would be like $50 million, Yeah. But he hadn't hit the big, big money yet. That's where she's at right now. Uh, $18 million. $10 million. Okay. The, I asked, it's funny. I asked you about Duck Dynasty last week, but Cy Robertson's the guy that was Terry Bradshaw's backup quarterback and still one of his best friends. I know you don't watch Duck Dynasty. How 70. Old? 72. Hmm. You want to take a guess how much he got for those duck calls? 
Oh, shit. Probably a lot. $40 million. You know, I would have guessed it was around $40 million. I'm guessing he has split some of that money up already. It says only $10 million, but I imagine he has split that money yeah. up. All right. Dodger for, excuse me, Dodger shortstop, Corey Seager. Oh, wow. Uh, 26? Exactly right. Which is he worth? Remember, hasn't signed that big contract yet. Yeah, $4 million. Exactly right. Look at that. Mm. I fucked your Dodgers, by the way. Thanks, uh, thanks a lot for Gavin Lux playing great for the Padres right now. I mean, it's amazing. The Dodgers just said, hey, we'll take uh, Jerks and Profar. Straight up. Up. Yeah. straight up. Straight up. And Gavin Lux has been a very good player for the Padres. So thanks again. Here we go. Here's your uh, favorite one of the night. As far as birthdays go, it's the last one of the night. Ace Freely. Oh, shit. Uh, God damn. This is going to. This is. Uh, I'm going to say he's 64. 69. Damn, dude. Uh, how much is he worth or how much should he be worth? <laughs> well, that's the best part Six about million. this. That's the best part about this shit is if you looked up Gene Simmons, it'd be like right. 300 million. Yeah. And then everyone. And, they couldn't and, keep their mouth shut. No, no. Him and Peter Chris. Yeah. Peter Chris and Ace got fucked. They couldn't and Paul keep- Stanley and Gene are worth a fortune. Six million. One million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. How does that happen, dude? Dude, you got you got to keep your mouth shut. Know your role. He's Horace Grant, as we're going to find out next week. Oh, <laughs> Horace damn. Grant right. Keep his mouth shut. All right, here we go. Stay or goes. I put some time into this. I was thinking, what would be the toughest decisions for Jeff to make? And this is where I went with this one. All right, let's go. We're going to start off with Josh Lewin. Okay. Ted Leitner. Oh, shit. I love Lewin. He's been incredibly funny on social media. Just genuinely a good guy. Very sorry for me, but he's going right in the river. Ted's, <laughs> dude, I love Lewin. Yeah, but he knows Ted's. Ted's fucking. Uh, it's a twenty-five year friendship with Lightner. Ted stays. If you're stuck on an island with both those guys, you had to choose. Don't you think Lewin's going to help you Lewin out more? Lewin would be fucking hysterical. Ted's dude. just going to be the one telling you to go get shit. I can't see. Go get me something for my eye. <laughs> you dick. <laughs> Yeah, Lewin would be fucking great. Oh, you're an asshole. I hope you get fucking eaten by a shark. <laughs> All right, next one up. Again, a tough one. Jim Trotter. Yeah. Sean Walchef. Trotter. In a oh, minute. my God. Because I have a close. Dude, Sean can cook. You might fucking survive with Sean. I think Sean's staff can cook. He hired good people. Jim can cook. Jim knows about Yeah. I don't like the way you fucking up. Uh, I don't like the way you judge Jim. It just went so fast. If you would have chosen Jim, fine, but you didn't even hesitate. I don't Did think I, I get Sean's here, last name out. Try it again. This Jim Trotter fun. or okay. Sean Walchef. Hmm, Trotter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> here we go. Okay. Tony Gwynn, Junior Sale. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, I'll take I'll take Tony. You'll take Tony. Because Junior would call you buddy all the time. <laughs> And he'd make you drink fig vodka. I'm not. I don't like it. You could drink the, it. You could be on the island for 20 years, get rescued, and Junior wouldn't even say your name. Who are we on the island with the whole time? Yeah, buddy. Buddy, <laughs> drinking fig vodka. Yeah, dude. Fucking that. Okay, I'll give you credit. That was a tough one. Love both those. Dudes. All right, here we go. This one's tough as well. I don't think so. Lisa, Lisa, and the Colt Jam. Oh, from Lisa, Lisa, and the Colt Jam, I should say. I know. Or Lisa Ann. Oh, Lisa, Lisa. <laughs> In a second. I got I know she's your kryptonite. Dude, she is. Sorry, Lisa Ann knows that. Hey, listen. You never see Lisa Lisa on the bang bus. <laughs> I fucking love Lisa Ann. 
shit. I never see her in that pink headband. That's a Lisa Lisa win. It is. It's a good one. All right, here we go. Remember, stuck in an island. Can I just say this? Hang on. Yes. Have you seen Lisa Ann in like the last three weeks on social media? Yes. She is fucking living the good life. I know. And she sits there and makes it sound like, ah, this is what my hair looks like when I can't take care of it. I'm like, dude, am I wrong or is it still (laughs) smoking hot? Dude, she's amazing. I'm like, I don't think you've ever looked better. Dude, the coolest fucking chick on the planet. It's crazy. All right, here we okay, go. Again, so. this isn't a, this is your last one of the night, and it's not a matter of which one you like better, but which one you're going to stay on an island with, Jack or Kate. Oh, shit. You can't do that. You can't take your sons. What the fuck's the matter with you? Come on, Sophie's Choice. No. Nope. <laughs> we'll end it there. Do, can't do that. Uh, but, yeah, who would I take? Uh, let's see. You don't have to pick if it's going to cause problems. No, I won't. Here, I'll do it with you right now. Josh Arita. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't fucking do family, you asshole. Fuck I told you, I was trying to make it as hard as I could. Well, okay. Uh, but it's funny. As hard as those were, you yeah. had no problem with Trotter and Sean. They were easy. Everyone yeah. else, you kind of waited for a second. You dropped a no fuck or no shit on every one. Yeah. I did it because I know Sean's going to hear it. 3.18 in the morning when he's up and be like, you motherfucker. When are we coming back? Well, oh, by the way, too, he's here's why. He's running that fucking uh, margarita mix Yeah. over to that other fucking slappy. Names the sandwich after Ello. You know? <laughs> right? Yeah, but- oh, but he didn't name a sandwich after Jake. Shit. Yeah. Well, it's too late now. <laughs> if Sean comes up against Phil, I'm thinking about it. Probably keeping Sean. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'm keeping him over Phil. I'm keeping him over Corbin. Uh, who else? Barbecue. I don't know any of the guys that do barbecue. Any other guys? Yeah. So he's going to win all those. Oh, my gosh. Fuck, he's going to hit a solid six out of ten. <laughs> uh, we'll be back here Wednesday night. Yeah. Uh, and hopefully we'll have deep. I, I mean, we won't know the date. Got to get more people that are like, hey, what are we doing this? Fuck, they haven't even opened the beaches. Calm down. I know you're bored at home, but don't bring your shit out on me and Dave. We don't need it. Uh, Conference call Wednesday morning with the Ronald McDonald House. Again, it'll be cut for a cure. Or uh, cut for a cause, my my apologies. So, yeah, if you can do it and you can. I know it makes us all crazy. So there may be some of you on May 15th if they open up the haircut places where you jump in. But if you want to ride it out, uh, we'll let you know the details. We'll try to get a sign-up page on jakesprojects.org, and then we'll see you back here in a couple of nights. Okay. It's my last chance.
Sol 